It's, <laughs> it's just not. I, what? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. I just, I just realized that you have a green screen <laughs> background. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, that took me I, a while. The whole time I was like, what the fuck does she do for a living? What a nice place. <laughs> I was thinking that too, because I've seen your uh, your video yeah, of your actual place before. Now, I was wondering at the beginning was going to be like, oh, are you like house sitting? Or like, what's going on? Like, yeah. it's really nice. But, yeah. yeah, I just at one point, like nice living room. Yeah, I just see your like, your beautiful background and then Dave just has a big butthole in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I look like I'm in like a Hot Topic storage lot. Yeah. Hi everyone, welcome back. This is season three of Shooting the Breeze. And today my special guests are David Haddad and Jordan Fournier. And they are on they run a podcast called Rabbit Hole Radio, which is a hybrid of a of a music show and radio show. And uh, they're my guests today. So I don't know what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how our podcast goes. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be, it, it's gonna be fun. That's all I can say. So yeah. welcome David and Jordan to the show. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. tell me about this, this podcast because um, Jordan, I don't know you. I just I know that you're you and David are cousins and you're good friends and you're very close and yeah. you have a, you share a love of music. And David, I know you um, mm -hmm. from the comedy scene in uh, in Ottawa. So how did you guys come up with the idea for radio? Well, for Rabbit Hole Radio. I've sort of been trying to come up with like any idea to like force Jordan to like do something <laughs> kind of comedic <laughs> with me. I've been sort of trying to force him into like slight comedy world ever since I got into it. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good at just being like, hey, we can have our own lives. I'm like, hey, you should do this thing that I like. Uh, <laughs> move to Ottawa. Yeah, move to Ottawa. <laughs> So this was kind of the closest version of that. Um, and we've tried other things before. We had an idea for a Tom Hanks podcast where we were going to watch every Tom Hanks movie and talk about them. And we kind of did it, but we didn't know what we were doing. We kind of just got too drunk every time we recorded it. And it was a mess. Yeah. All those episodes were like five hours long. Yeah. We have like six lost recorded episodes of those yeah. that are <laughs> for no funny. one. But uh, yeah, so I just eventually was like, I wanted something that we could do together. And uh to me like we have a lot of fun when we just sort of like ramble on and like watch stupid stuff on the internet and talk about music so i tried to come up with an idea where we could fuse that so every episode we play 10 songs from uh, independent artists that i kind of find on bandcamp.com uh and then jordan and i just sort of talk like about anything in between and watch dumb youtube videos and just ramble and tangents and yeah it's pretty fun so yeah. <laughs> like do you guys have the same taste in music or do you have like very like diverse i, I think so yeah we're pretty yeah we're pretty much the same taste in music i think jordan might agree that uh, oh shit i'm dropping shit over here one sec uh jordan might agree that mine is maybe a little more open-minded than his sometimes okay. uh, i think that a big part of the i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you won't agree but uh something that the podcast has become i'm realizing which is a big part of our relationship is me sh trying to show him things i think he'll like and him being unreasonably uh just like defensive. <laughs> yeah i <laughs> So that's what I mean about the open-minded. I think you show me. I think you show me things that you know I'm not gonna like. Really. 
Oh, and he tries to convince you otherwise. Maybe. <laughs> tries to push yeah. his music on you. <laughs> At least on the podcast, that is definitely true. Sometimes I'm like, well, he's going to hate yeah, yeah. This will be good entertainment. So. <laughs> it's true. that Yeah, that would make for good entertainment, knowing that he hates this and just like, yeah. his reaction. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Feeling his rage. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think us <laughs> each other can be kind of fun sometimes. So, mm. at least for other people. Sometimes, yeah. Because um, you started this uh, earlier this year, right? Like, it's been. Yeah, we've done 10 episodes. Okay. So, cool. yeah, so a couple months. All yeah. right. You do it uh, once a week? Yep. It's a weekly podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah, so far, cool. we've been able to manage to, do it, manage to do it every week, which is cool. Jordan's like actually a busy person so it's nice that he's able to figure this out he's got like a real job and uh <laughs> an active band <laughs> and he's in moncton which is not as locked down as us so yeah, uh we're like totally i'm wide down. open with time but jordan yeah. <laughs> nice of him to make time yeah but i, I pretty much i do nothing <laughs> like you do all the editing and find all the stuff and the bands i just sit there and drink beers and talk <laughs> that's pretty much true yeah what's um uh, Jordan, what's the lockdown pandemic situation in Moncton? Uh, it's a lot better than you guys, I think. <laughs> you, you can <laughs> do stuff and see people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we got really lucky last summer where like there was like pretty much no COVID, like no cases ever. So we wow. could have like a wide open summer and it looks like it's going to be like that again. Um, uh, right now we're getting no cases pretty much. And uh, so, yeah, we have like, uh not really any restrictions they kind of say like try to hang out with just like the same 20 people or whatever 20 but like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's, it's pretty it's pretty uh yeah it's pretty like non-existent but i mean like quebec's right there and uh like nova scotia's right there and they're starting to blow up so like who knows it only takes a couple of days for it to get bad but yeah right now we're yeah. taking advantage of it oh wow because yeah i have, I have uh, friends in nova scotia yeah yeah it's, it's, it's crazy you say better. 20 people because I don't know if we have we ever had that. No, that's what, yeah, they, they, it was 15. I, I, I think I think the ma our max was like five. Yeah, <laughs> like you can have. Yeah, like they, I don't think doing... I've seen 20 people in like three yeah, months. Yeah. Or that's that's funny that you say that because yeah, they had a, they had it at like 15, and then they were like, you have to you can only hang out with these 15 people, and then they were like, well, try to keep it to 20. It might even be like 25 now. I don't know, but I was like, I don't have that many friends. Like I, <laughs> I hang out with the same like six people before yeah. COVID. So <laughs> I think we were like, I think for like personal thing, it was like five, maybe 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that much, but like the 25 was like. For outdoor activities or something yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> the patio can only have 25 people on it or something yeah, yeah i mean I the, the, the difference people. <laughs> yeah <laughs> in like a year and a half yeah i'm like feral now <laughs> yeah well uh, the only like uh I, I think the reason it's like that here is because we have the two-week quarantine so if anybody comes like if dave came to visit in new brunswick he has to stay seven days in the hotel take a COVID test then you can do seven days just like by himself in a house and then and then you can hang out with people so 
I forgot that it was even like that because I've done that already, but the hotel yeah. thing wasn't a part of it. I just yeah, that's, that's, that's a new true. thing. Yeah, yeah, where you were at a you were with your father at a cottage yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it was, like it was amazing. I yeah, was, it was like, really I'll fun. quarantine there because <laughs> 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 you yeah. had good food and like beautiful scenery. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, my cottage is pretty much the most ideal place to be stuck for two oh, weeks. Yeah. It's like a it's a uh, yeah. The hotel thing's kind of backfiring because I saw in the news this week that. Uh, like there's like uh, certain hotels that like you're allowed to stay at like federal quarantine places or whatever and there's just an outbreak at one of them and so somebody was like you made me stay in this hotel, yeah, this hotel. <laughs> like if i just gone home i wouldn't have got covid exactly. <laughs> and the thing is it's like who can afford to stay in a hotel for two weeks that's yeah. it yeah exactly you know, like if i had to i'd be like okay i can't go because i can't i can't pay yeah. two hundred dollars a day or whatever yeah. yeah, I can't pay two weeks of of hotel and food and all of that. You know. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely deterring people from coming here. But oh my god. Yeah, I I was walking someone's dog, uh, like an American, I guess, who for some reason was coming here, and uh, he was in a hotel for two weeks, and. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he seemed like he had money. Like he seemed to be like working from there and like doing good. So yeah. that's like, I think he like chose to do that. But yeah, the fact that he like forced, it was weird though. Cause he, on like the fourth day, he was like, man, can you please go get me cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm really not allowed to do that, but I'll try. And he was like, I just need some Marlboros. And I was like, I don't think we even have Marlboros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Why do you want shitty cigarettes? Yeah, he wanted Marlboro Blacks. I was like, all right, I'll try. I know when I used to smoke that, like whenever I went to the States, I'd buy like Marlboro, the gold one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I get too. Yeah. yeah you know, it's like, I'm on vacation. You know? Yeah. It tastes like shit, but I know. It's, it's like, so. it's different. You know? Well, <laughs> shit. When we were, uh, I don't know, we were probably like 19 or 20. Jordan and I went to the States and on the way back, we hit up like the duty free and Jordan bought like a yeah. big carton of these cigarettes called sheriffs. And they yeah, were like two cartons. Yeah. Yeah. And they were incredibly cheap. But after he was done them, he had like a, like a rash. Like a no, the whole time, the whole time I was smoking them, I had this brutal chest rash like everywhere. I was like, what? Like I thought I had ringworm or something. And then right when I finished the smokes, it went away and I was like, oh, it's the sheriffs. Yeah, it was just the sheriffs. That's, I guess. The, that's the price you pay for a bargain, I guess. Yeah. God, God only knows what was in those things. Yeah. I have no idea. They, they tasted rash. bad. Holy shit. Oh they were brutal. Oh, oh, <laughs> I remember I used to smoke uh I think just for shits and giggles the jeten. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, they're they're French, like France French, and they came yeah. in like a little I think they were in like a packet of 15. Okay. It's like smoking tar. <laughs> like you'd be like <laughs> After were they like less <laughs> were they like less less filtered or something, maybe? Um, or? I don't know, but they were like they were shorter. They seemed shorter than like regular. They weren't okay. king size, but they seemed a little shorter than regular. Mm -hmm. And I think if there if there was a filter, it was like half, like a very little okay. filter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was just disgusting. Felt like smoke inhalation <laughs> every single time. And I don't know why. We, we were like, oh, yeah, let's get some jetens. I don't know why. It sounds cool. It sounds classy it sounds cool. and cool. Yeah. I guess. But we'd just be hacking up lungs and yeah. headaches and dizzy. And, you know, I've, never, I've never smoked a normal cigarette and been like, let's turn this up a notch. Yeah. Make this a little bit worse for me. <laughs> yeah, I really want to. I can just inject the nicotine. Yeah. 
yeah. Prior to that, I think cancer. like the the strongest ones were like the export a green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those where those are, were yeah. like like hardcore, like put hair on yeah. your chest. <laughs> yeah, they were super expensive too. Yeah, <laughs> some of the exported greens, they weren't they weren't you weren't getting them for free. Yeah, you couldn't bum those. I've never been. Uh, I've never really been much of a smoker. Like I sort of did for a little bit, kind of on and off. But, in a porta potty uh, one time. Yeah, one time. All right. I mean, I wasn't really going to tell that story, but yeah, I, I, I actually, <laughs> you have to I, now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, the whole thing of like getting caught and then they make you like smoke a pack. Yeah. So you don't ever want to. I kind of did that to myself by mistake. Uh, where me and my friend, we had. I worked at a gas station, so I just like stole us some packs of cigarettes. And then there's these like outhouses where we're from that are like, this sounds like I'm lying, but they're kind of classier outhouses. They really they are nice. Yeah. They yeah are nice. They're, they're like kind of nice. They're, High yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're like government issued. Like they're really nice. There's a lot of room. Like when we were kids, like there'd be like 10 of us in there, like drinking, just like passing a bottle around, sitting on the yeah, floor. That's, of the that's disgusting. <laughs> So one of these nights, me and my friend, we were in there doing that, but we were just chain smoking a pack of cigarettes and we probably got through it in like 15 minutes in like an enclosed space. Hot box <laughs> so, exactly. So by the time I was done, it, I was like sick and like felt like shit. And, uh, and then I just didn't really want to do it anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, I make fun of you for that, but that's pretty much my jam room every Friday. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it just makes you want to keep smoking for some reason. So yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I quit. Um, uh, what year was it? I think it's going to be like eleven or twelve years this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was hard because I, yeah, I yeah. tried. I tried. I think about a year before that, mm-hmm. and I went about eight months. Yeah, and I lived. I was living in Toronto at the time, and I remember the first few weeks <laughs> i remember being on the subway yeah and there was a seat that kept like making like a tapping sound and i was on the <laughs> and i had to get <laughs> off <laughs> i had to get off because i was like <laughs> enraged and i remember going to i was i was taking courses at ryerson and so i was using the gym and i was walking on the they had a track and yep. i tripped and oh. I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I tripped and my, 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 I had an MP3 player. It was like before iPods and everything. I picked it up and I smashed it. Yeah. And I was like kicking shit all over the place. And then I went to the locker room and I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I had a meltdown. <laughs> Complete yeah. freaking yeah. The, the first guy I tried. <laughs> I tried quitting a couple times. I think the, the longest I've gone is like a year. But yeah, like the first couple of weeks, like you, yeah, you get all like the shitty like rage and stuff. Yeah. And then and then you're like pumped. Like after a couple of months, you're like, okay, it's been like three months, like I'm doing really good. Yeah. Like five months, like right on, like keep it going. And then at six months, you're just like, Am I really never gonna smoke again? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you're like, like I really like smoking. <laughs> well, there's this really yeah. awesome uh Yeah, I, I went I went a year. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's, oh, I was just going to say this is really awesome Jim Jarmusch film, uh, Coffee and Cigarettes. And there's like a, a skit in it where it's Iggy Pop and Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about it. And there's a pack of cigarettes and they're looking at it and they're talking about how they both quit smoking a while ago. And then they're like, yeah. well, well, now I can have one. Yeah, now that I've quit, I can have <laughs> one. So yeah, I think about that all the time. But anyway, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> 
Because I know uh, um, uh, I went to Nova Scotia at the end of, uh, it was December of 2017, so like yeah. five years ago. And um, all the people I, I was staying with, they all smoked. They smoked outside, yeah. but they smoked. And so when I got there, like we went from the airport to the mm. liquor store to the house. So <laughs> I'd been <laughs> drinking all afternoon and I was like, like I still get cravings. Like all these years later, I still get cravings, really? but they like come and go, but I still get them. Yeah, yeah. And so this particular night, like everyone had, for whatever reason, I was alone in the kitchen and there's a pack there and I was like, I'll just have one. So I yeah. when I went outside, <laughs> you would have thought I shot up heroin or something. One ball, <laughs> everything started spinning. Yeah. I fell. I fell and I hit my head on the barbecue. I knocked. Jesus. Yeah, they had this like beautiful big barbecue. I knocked one of the burners off and Holy it was shit. just a mess. I was a mess and I felt <laughs> like, so disgusting. From one puff? I took two puffs and wow. the world went crazy. The world went crazy. I mean, I like, that's a pretty good sign to be like, oh, I guess we should just keep yeah. not doing yeah, this. Yeah, we should I not guess. do this Yeah, anymore. yeah. <laughs> But, but then, yeah. but then you you will though. Like you'll be like, oh, that sucked. But I bet I bet if I have one more, it'd be pretty good. <laughs> I, I heard. I literally took like two hauls of it. Yeah. And just everything. Like I felt sick. Yeah. The room started spinning. Like I felt. I hit my head on the barbecue, <laughs> and we didn't notice it was damaged till the next day when my friend was trying to cook, and he's like, "What happened?" I was like, "I think that was me." <laughs> I might have a concussion. Yeah, I might have a concussion <laughs> and like brain damage. But, but yeah, and I was like, I will never smoke again because if that's how my body's going to react. So yeah, I yeah, exactly. That, yeah. You know? yeah, it's like a Russian. <laughs> and I smoke yeah. in my dreams sometimes. I'm smoking oh. in my dreams and I'm like, what are you doing? And I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. if, we're, if we're talking about, uh, about quitting, Jordan has to tell a story. We've told this on our pod, but Jordan, you have to tell your quitting smoking dream. Oh, the dream, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I was, I was like, I don't know, maybe like a week or two into quitting smoking. And I had this dream where I was like in my apartment and I could hear the people above, like in the apartment above me, like banging. And just making a bunch of noise and shit. And I had to work the next day. And I was like, man, they're just like going at it. And I was like, I got work, like whatever. Like maybe they'll be done soon, but they just can't bang it. And I was like, holy fuck, like whatever. So I'm like banging on the ceiling and shit. They're not stopping. So I'm like, fuck this. Like I'm going upstairs. I'm telling these people to shut up. I got to work. And I go up and the door to their apartment's like open a little bit. And I push on it and it opens. And it's just two cigarettes just banging doggy style. <laughs> like two human cigarettes. And they were like, hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like I the woke up and I was like, man, what the fuck was that? I want to smoke so bad. Yeah. Dream metaphor ever. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. like, you're, you're like, what does that mean? You're like, oh, I know exactly what yeah. exactly. No, like, I'm heavily yeah. addicted to cigarettes. Exactly. There's no symbolism yeah. at all. It's like no. you need to smoke. <laughs> smoke and or sex the only way it could have been more on the nose is if in the dream you opened the door and a cigarette was fucking you that's the only way it could have been <laughs> yeah <laughs> well make it a little artsy yeah. <laughs> exactly it's one of those artsy that's hilarious oh my yeah. god you are the cigarette jordan <laughs> Yeah, I don't know because I, I, mean, I again I'm not a smoker, so I don't know if I've ever had anything that I've like really had to quit that I 
I mean, honestly, I guess I probably just should not be smoking as much weed as I do. So if I yeah, tried to quit it, I probably would have like weird withdrawal. Yeah. But, I, would, I would say your dependency on chicken wings is more dangerous. Oh man, I, yeah. <laughs> that's chicken a really good, good point. Though. They are good, yeah. It's like chicken wings. I know, wings. but when I'm like in my bed with like a box of chicken wings, yeah. like that's when it gets a little much, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm, like, I'm like that with steak. I'm actually off meat again. Been, okay. Like I've been off the meat for like three weeks because I was just like, I just got a barbecue. It's nice out. And I was eating so many fucking sausages that like my heart just can't take it. Yeah. So I, <laughs> so I just had to stop eating meat completely because I can't, oh, wow. I have no willpower. Well, you can just bar- just barbecue like tofu, man. You can make barbecue tofu be so good. Oh man, I've been doing like a bunch of vegetables and shit and like I yeah. still eat fish. So like, that's good. Barbecue that's fish true. is good. But... Oh, barbecued corn on the cob is really good. Oh, that yeah. is that's fucking really good. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. I, I'm barbecuing cauliflower. It's fucking amazing. Oh, that'd be good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, any vegetable really on the grill is amazing. Well, cauliflower true, anything barbecued is pretty good. Yeah, you can't really go too wrong. Cauliflower yeah, is good. Exactly. I mean, people use it as like a like a chicken wing substitute all the time when you have like yeah, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, super versatile. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard versatile. I've tried it, but um, yeah, I've heard. But then I'm always worried if people. It's like it tastes just like it's like usually it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe that. Like, wing, you know? yeah. like, I made pulled pork out of yams. Like no, you didn't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like stop lying. Stop you made yams. You put a bunch of shit on it. It tastes way different. Yeah, you made weird, you made weird yams. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, there is a there's this uh, uh, vegan. Uh, I think it's a Vietnamese place here and uh, they just do like pretty much all like imitation stuff. And it is, it's like the best shit I've ever had. Like I would pick it over the real stuff, but uh, like their pulled pork and shit is so similar that I don't really believe that it's fake. (laughs) And I think, I think it's just like a nice business plan. It's like, Oh yeah, we have the best imitation meat. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, ha, 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 it's really Why is there so many pigs out back? <laughs> they're our pets. They're just they're our pets. They're just pets. <laughs> I get a new pet every day. <laughs> I have 60 pets. <laughs> yeah. They've been going missing. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's Freddy! Funny. That's <laughs> Uh, yeah, this really is like our podcast. I'm real. Yeah, this pretty much the same. We pretty much just talk about whatever. Usually talk about Jordan's bad habits and uh, yeah. stuff like that. So, so far, this is pretty much on brand. Yeah, it's a it's a health and lifestyle podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lifestyle yeah. Talk. yeah, a podcast about how we should have better health and lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But um, so before you came up with like decided to do the the podcast like it didn't mm-hmm. come from um like was it the type of thing you're like well we we talk about this stuff all the time let's just do it pretty uh, much yeah on a podcast yeah, yeah. It, was, it was honestly just like an excuse we were just looking for an excuse to like uh, like we talk all the time but like now it's like we i don't think we've talked this like regularly since i've moved which is like almost seven years ago like we talk okay. every week now right and like okay before yeah. At least on the phone, I'd maybe like once a month, but like now it's like all the time. And it was like sort of an excuse to do that and just like shoot the shit. And the whole like radio show aspect of it is just sort of a way to like trick people into it, not just being us talking about nothing. The yeah, it works, it works out for us too, because we'll do like 10 minutes of talking in between songs. 
And then so like there's not like as many tangents because if you start talking about something and it's been 10 minutes, we're like, okay, let's get to a song. And then after that song, then we'll then we'll start talking about something else. So it kind of like helps us organize it a little bit. Yeah. And while we play the song, we can be like, okay, what do we talk about next? Like Mm. sort of like behind the song, we'll sort of talk about stuff. So yeah, so it's kind of fun. It gives us just sort of room for it to be about anything every episode, Mm. because really the the like loose framework is like all we really promise you is that there's going to be 10 songs in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much and the so only guarantee. With the, cause I, I know when you were setting it up, um, you'd ask me a couple of questions and stuff like that. And yeah. I know there was a, a question about um, the music, like copyright, like how, how, like, how is that working? And like, how did you get around that? So far, <laughs> yeah i don't know so far it just doesn't seem like an issue i don't really like i sort of think, I think about, it's i think it's because of the way we're doing it though with the independent artists yeah though sometimes i find something and i'm finding stuff on Bandcamp, but like sign like bigger bands will have stuff on Bandcamp. so sometimes i put something on and i'm mm. like oh this is like a big band from the uk i just haven't heard of them so it's not that independent sometimes. yeah that's true yeah okay. so i but i think because we're not making any money i don't really think copyright would be an issue because we're not do it like we're not gaining anything we're just playing music like i think when someone puts a band song on youtube as long as they don't monetize it they can still mm-hmm. have the video up right yeah yeah, yeah. i th- think it works in that capacity I don't, I don't i'm not sure if that's true but <laughs> i mean that's the ignorance i'm like running under right yeah. now i'm just like whatever i don't know i i'm basically just doing it until something bad happens. Yeah. Like, if we <laughs> if we start if we start making any type of money like somehow then we'll start paying some can and there's ways to do it and then yeah that was sort of an issue too where we were like oh like obviously it would be nice to try to work towards monetizing a podcast but then we were like but also we're playing other people's music and it feels weird to make money off their music yeah Yeah. so we're sort of like like, one day we might do a patreon where there's like extra content that isn't really rooted in other people's music and then i wouldn't feel as bad and taking money or whatever but uh yeah but yeah, so for the copyright thing, right now we're just guessing and crossing our fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, so far. I, I sort of thought with with uh, Spotify, I thought maybe they'd have an algorithm that like finds yeah. songs and takes them out or something, but that doesn't. Yeah. Because I know so. YouTube has something like that. Because yeah, exactly. One mm. of the one of the uh, comedy shows that I do, the Lockdown Laughs. One of the mm. performers, I think it was when DMX died. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. like dmx playing as at the beginning oh, and it played it? Yeah. yeah like in the background and everything he just played like i don't know like maybe 20 seconds not very yeah not the whole thing and he came out and he was doing his thing and when i loaded it to youtube it got flagged oh, wow. and it was like either we take the music out or you take the music out yeah <laughs> you know so it ended up just being muted for those 20 seconds right yeah yeah, yeah. and then so yeah it sucks eh? yeah so i was just like okay well all right yeah that's what i was sort of worried about i guess when you make that point i was sort of considering taking the audio and making like videos to put on youtube like of the full episodes but that actually they that might happen now that i yeah that yeah i mean don't really need to do that i guess yeah but uh like it caught like i wasn't i remember not even thinking about that and i was like why is it flagged and then it was like oh yeah he was playing Mm-hmm. you know uh dmx and they, yeah they just muted it that part fortunately he wasn't doing his his uh he wasn't doing his his set his actual set yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, just, it just looks weird because he's like 
Yeah, everything to silence. That <laughs> sounds actually funnier. <laughs> yeah, because because people are probably like, "What's yeah. happening?" <laughs> yeah, you yeah, should probably just start doing that instead. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. With I, one thing I noticed is like I wasn't even as worried of the copyright. I had like this weird irrational fear that bands would get mad at us for playing their music. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. I also <laughs> felt that way. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, but then Jordan, you, I think you're the one who pointed out to me, you were like, well, if anyone played my band's music, like I would just be grateful. So like, why? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's some people who might be like, Oh, what the hell? But I think for the most part, we were just being self-conscious weirdos. And I don't yeah. think anyone would And the care. thing is you're, you're, you're promoting the music. You're exactly. not like you said yeah. earlier, you're not, you're not uh, monetizing. You're not making money off totally. their music sort of thing. Yeah. Well, and we, yeah, and if, if a band ever, if a band ever like emails us and is like, "Hey, like, what the fuck? You played our song on there?" Like, I'll just slander you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna slander you after that. Yeah, like, oh, you don't like free promotion? Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> you want a lawsuit? Okay, I'll give you. Yeah. One. <laughs> I'll make it worth your while. Yeah. yeah, you can That's sue me, you. but you can sue me, but I'm gonna be real mean to you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which only happens a little bit on our podcast. <laughs> a little bit of slander. <laughs> Let me go ahead and earn that lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so I guess you can you find it like wherever, wherever podcasts yeah, are available. Yeah, pretty much. So, I no, I don't know if it's on every everyone, but all the main ones. I mean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google mm-hmm. Podcasts, stuff like that. Cool. Um. Yeah. That's the cool thing it. with Anchor. I. That's what I love about Anchor. Like you don't well, have to go putting it in a bunch of different places i i actually had a weird i had a problem with anchor i couldn't really figure it out for some reason we actually use buzzsprout buzzsprout yeah i was too okay. dumb to figure out anchor for some reason <laughs> i don't know why it just like what i wasn't able to make it really work the way i wanted to i actually just tried to delete our anchor the other day because it has like three episodes on it um okay but it like wouldn't even let me do i don't know i just don't get anchor for some reason i don't know why so we've been using buzzsprout and i i really like that i find it really okay. easy to use, so yeah okay. and the analytics do you look at the analytics me and jordan are obsessed with the analytics yeah, well, I, I look at them every day analytics because i'm like ooh, because yeah. it's, it's like most of my 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 listenership mm-hmm. yeah. seven people <laughs> are all in canada but the weird thing what i found strange is that i have a super high um percent more men in their 30s listen to my podcast than women like Whoa, oh, yeah. significantly. We, we, don't, we don't have that analytic we don't have yeah that. we don't see that stuff yeah, yeah this one it breaks it down by countries yeah bad, so but, most yeah. it's canada countries and cities yeah yeah and then there's one where it's by like age and gender cool. yeah. and it's huh. something like what's the percentage it's not 50 it's like 70 30 oh wow oh yeah, yeah really? like Really? I'm not that hot. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get weird ones too where we look at them like, really? Like, like, like so many in the States. Yeah, two episodes ago, we randomly, I think like 32% of the list of the downloads were from the States, whereas every other time we might have had like 1% the States. So there was like a weird spike all of a sudden, and wow. we don't know why, but <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Russian bots, I think. But. Yeah, because we don't really promote it. So I assume it's not, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah, if it's real. So that's the I don't even care if it's organic. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Like, man, that computer like, wants to listen to us right now. I'm like, 
like, oh, three people listened to this episode. Yay. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know how they, because yeah, Anchor, it has like what they're listening on. Mm -hmm. Like if it's an iOS device or an Android or things like that. Yeah, we see that stuff. We see that stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's it's just not... What? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. I just I just realized that you have a green screen <laughs> background. Oh uh, yeah, that took me I, a while. the whole time. I was like, "What the fuck does she do for a living? What a nice place!" <laughs> I was thinking that too because I've seen your uh, your video yeah, of seen- an actual place before. Now, I wonder at the beginning was gonna be like, "Oh, are you like house sitting or like what's going on?" Like, <laughs> yeah. it's really nice. But, yeah. yeah, I just at one point, I, like nice living room. Yeah, I just see your like your beautiful background, and then Dave just has a big butthole in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I look like I'm in like a hot topic storage. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the thing is, it's like I was surprised like how realistic the background looked yeah because you know, a couple of people were like oh my god your living room is so nice i'm like it's not yeah. my living room <laughs> it really works it really works <laughs> at one point you moved your arm and i saw like the little bit of glitch yeah like, that's what that's what uh yeah you saw the squalor that i really live in yeah. <laughs> oh man i really want a green screen now that's awesome because the I'm thing doing... is like i'm not using a green screen right now but yeah um i had tried to put like the backgrounds on zoom and it was like you don't have a green screen so i ordered this thing because the thing is i'm in a i'm in a spare room but i didn't want to yeah. have a whole big contraption with the green screen right yeah yeah you know um so they have this thing that you can it's like a big disc a big green disc that you can attach to your chair Oh, okay. It's like like a peacock type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unless I'm right up to the camera, it doesn't fill out the whole camera scope. So it's yeah. like you'll see it around me, but then you'll see like the actual room. So like, oh, like, like yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to use this. But yeah. I took it off, and then ever since then, I've been able to change backgrounds. Oh, so you have nothing behind you? I it's just the room? Big, yeah, it's just so it's still room. working? Oh, really? It's still working. So yeah. I don't know if, like, you, I initialized it with the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, yeah making, to use it. that's making me think, like, uh, I want to do, like, a green screen thing. I wonder if you can have, like, the, your background be, like, a pre-recorded video. Because I'd like mm. to have, like, my background just be my exact background, but then every <laughs> once in a while, I just, like, poke my head in. And yeah, I'm like, you oh, shit, you're doing on something. Zoom, you can do yeah. a video. On Zoom, you can have, like, a live background. Yeah, yeah. that would be funny. That's what I want. Like, once in a while, I just sort, I sort of, you like, walk, walk into the screen. I'm like, oh, shit, sorry, you're doing something. And then I just, like, walk yeah. back out. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to try that. I'm actually yeah. going to try that. Just have, yeah, I sit down next to myself and just sit there. Yeah, exactly. And then you get up I, and uh, <laughs> You don't like have that. a drink. <laughs> you don't like this idea. It scares yeah. you. Okay. It does scare me. Yeah, actually, that's why it makes me very okay. uncomfortable. Well, I actually wanted to ask you. I know this isn't my show, but I have a I question for you, for you, Jordan. Um, <laughs> we were talking before, like Simone and I. Like we said, we obviously had to get more used to Zoom stuff as comedians. Yeah. It's like just been sort of a part of even being able to do comedy over this whole thing. Yeah. So musicians aren't doing it as much, but like, have you know? Because I don't think, but have you seen much like Zoom music stuff? Like, no, it's all uh, it's all just live stream, like okay. Facebook live stream. I guess I've never seen sense. a Zoom thing. Yeah, uh, fuck, I don't know. I see. I, I mean, like an acoustic guy or something, right? Could probably do. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was that uh, there was that Post Malone thing where he was doing that Nirvana cover set. Did you ever watch that? And it was. Uh, 
I guess Travis Barker, Travis Barker playing drums, and they were doing it like kind of through Zoom because they weren't in the same room. Like they were all, yeah. So that was cool. But I think you you gotta have it set up. Like you couldn't do you couldn't use Zoom like we're using it right now for music because it would fucking lag and yeah, Yeah. you wouldn't be able to do it. Well, well, anyway, it would definitely yeah. That's definitely an advantage of the comedy thing, right? I mean, you just. I you, you sort of forget it's like oh we can just sort of post up and do this anywhere <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it doesn't exactly, really yeah. matter yeah. so and yeah, I and I cool. think it works it works great for comedy because or stand up comedy at least because yeah. it's like one person talking yeah like my when I was talking to my sister earlier she said she watched um, a play okay and I knew like I know the the organization but I was under the impression that they were all in like one space, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the band, the, the, the cast, the crew, yeah. like doing it with no audience and like a couple of cameras recording. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did it on. Zoom. Really? They were doing it on zoom. Holy yeah, shit. So it was like, say like I'm singing and you guys are background yeah. in like your backyard or something. That's and she crazy. said it was horrifying. She said it was like awful. Yeah. And, I like, can't imagine that would have gone well. Yeah. How, like, how did they think that would work? Because I thought, like, I was just under the impression that they they were all in the same room, you know, in the same venue and performing to no one, but having it recorded, which would have made sense, you know, because I've seen stuff like that. Yeah. But she said everyone was in their own. Yeah. If you did, like, table reads or something where everyone's just, like, reading their part and, like, you don't really worry about, because, I mean, you can can find sometimes of TV shows doing that anyway to practice, right? Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I bet people would pay good yeah. money if, like, it was just like, okay, a table read of, like, the next Rick and Morty episode mm-hmm. or something. Like, so many people would tune into something. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd totally watch that, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. And I've the done play, I, I don't even know why they would have tried that. But... That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I... That's, uh, that's, that's when you should do your pre-recorded background. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Try to do a play, and then it's like, what? How could this have happened? <laughs> Or you just no. stand behind the cat, you just see torso, and just stand there. Yeah. And people will be like, "There's someone behind you." <laughs> no, there isn't. Oh, you know, you know what I would do? What I would do in in a play scenario with the background recording is I do. You know how in plays sometimes there'll be a guy in like an all black unitard and mask to like yeah. blend in to like move stuff in the background. I would just do that, but it wouldn't be in dark at all. So I would just be a guy in an all black spandex like moving things in the background. <laughs> Those morphs. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just moving things that don't need to be moved at all. Yeah, it's just more, it's just more distracting because it's like a white room and a guy in a black spandex. Yeah, it's just like putting away groceries or something. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny. But um, to go back to like the, the what you were saying, David, about the table reads, like I've I've like gone on Zoom, um, like Zoom, not shows, but say of uh like say well-known comedians or like working comedians in the states where they're doing a workshop like throwing around jokes yeah and like oh i'm i'm working on this can you help me and that's been like very cool just to watch yeah you know to see who's someone you who's someone you saw that with like um there's a a comic in new york her name is liz mealy Okay. Yeah, I know and that. Name. She, I think she's hilarious, and she mm-hmm. did the very first one that I saw. She did it with uh, Graham K. 
Oh, dope. He's from and, here. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah. Graham Kay and, and, and another comic. I can't I can't remember his name. And it was just mm. cool because it's like, we do that. <laughs> yeah. We do the same thing, <laughs> you know? And it was just cool to to hear how they how they workshop their stuff. And, yeah. yeah. You know, like, like they came, they each came with like one or two bits that were either, they just, they were finished, but they wanted to test it. Yeah with other comics before they tried it on stage or they had like bits and pieces of something and they're like I can't I don't know what to do with this or I need more yeah, eggs yeah. or something like that so it was fascinating cool. it was really it was really cool to see and I, and like we were all muted mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't like a participatory thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tag <laughs> like shut up yeah Nobody. exactly <laughs> would it be is it would it be like awkward to do that like like for you guys would you feel uncomfortable doing that in front of a bunch of people that seems like kind of a personal thing isn't it well that's what do you mean working out jokes yeah that's what comedy is all the time all the time <laughs> that's literally <laughs> that, what it like, always that would is. just be like a dedicated amount uh, like a dedicated time slot of yeah, okay publicly yeah. working it out like yeah okay well, it's like in, in, in music, you get band practice, right? You yeah, yeah. We don't have that. Every performance is practice uh, and practice. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I kind of forget that. Eh? Yeah, because yeah. like, I guess you can do it in your mirror, but it's not the same. Like, you don't know. Yeah, because yeah. you don't get the reaction. You don't know how it's going to land is, like, or whatever, I can, yeah. I can, like, hone a joke for weeks yeah. and say, go to Dave and say, oh, what do you think about this? And you could be yeah. like, oh, yeah, here's a tag or it's great or whatever. But the ultimate test is... The doing audience. it in front of people yeah yeah it's really like anytime me and dave talk about uh comedy or music like it's it's kind of like like if you talk about comedy all i can relate it to is like like being in a band and like being a musician but it like most things kind of are like pretty similar um yeah. but yeah that's why i asked that because like if i had to like try to write a song in front of a bunch of people it'd be a fucking nightmare like well no okay because <laughs> yeah, the thing is we never do anything from or rarely i don't yeah we don't do anything from scratch yeah like that usually come with like a premise or yeah know, right yeah, yeah. finished thing or yeah yeah it'd be, it'd be more like if you were like you wrote a song and you've only really had it for a couple of days and you're not totally sure about certain lines or certain riffs, but you're just sort yeah. of playing it in front of people anyway, which I'm sure you've done. Like, I mean, yeah, you, for sure, yeah. I've talked about this before, but you, when we were in bands, so Jordan and I have been bands together since I was 15, I think. And um, our first show ever, uh, which was in front of 600 people at this big, like, <laughs> yeah. this big, like, church. I'd never performed in front of people. I'm just the singer. I have no guitar or anything. Uh, at the last second, they were like, hey, we decided one of the songs we're going to play is this new one. And I was like, yeah, I don't have any lyrics written to this. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you'll figure it out. And I was like, this is my first time doing this. And I, so I had to improvise, like, a two-minute song my first time doing <laughs> front of 600 fucking people so anyway i've been training for comedy my whole life is what yeah. I'm <laughs> holy shit <laughs> oh my god Man, I, I, I have I'm, I'm getting hives just thinking about yeah. that i'm like oh if anybody god. if anybody tried to do that to me i would fucking quit right there oh. yeah <laughs> I, I think one of the best parts of me moving away from moncton is a lot of my musician friends that were just instrumentalists then started having to become singers because yeah because you were just a singer for every band yeah i was singing in everyone's <laughs> band so then i left and they were like oh this is like hard and stressful and that was like, <laughs> everyone's such an asshole to me i'll be like guys yeah. like, I, I literally don't have a voice i can't sing tonight they'd be like suck it up pussy and like just <laughs> like yeah well, my fingers hurt i'm still playing guitar 
Yeah, it's not yeah. The same. <laughs> being a singer is a very stressful part of being an oh, oh man yeah it is really shitty difficult yeah. on the yeah. on the throat like i i'm the only i cannot sing i mean i sing yeah well <laughs> like but like my sister can sing my late parents were able to sing i was the only one that couldn't sing and yeah. like when my sister would do um performances um, like a run of a show would be say like for a month and she's doing shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wow. Yeah. And then they'd add a matinee on like a Sunday or something like that. And she would literally have no voice. Yeah. And she'd have to like not talk like during the week so that she had some semblance of a voice for totally. yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the next performance. And it was just like, whew. Yeah, it is stressful. You have to plan it out. I don't have any talent, so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, the type of music that uh, like Jordan and I together make, or even like separately make, doesn't. Bobby really, Ellen. Yeah, it doesn't really facilitate like keeping your voice like warm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of yeah. like hitting your peak and then pushing it and screaming and like yeah, all this yeah. like, crazy shit. So. Yeah, which is very different. Like, yeah, oh, it's hard it's to do. Very yeah. easy to blow your blow your voice like, out and yeah. like. I never really did much. I never got to the level really where I was doing much touring, but like Jordan's band now, Diner Drugs, uh, they do a bit of touring here and there. And like, Jordan, I don't know if you have much vocal issue, but I know you're, Jordan does. Sort well, of like we, we kind of learned because like we, like my band has two singers. Like I kind of do the clean singing and then we have like kind of like a, uh, our bassist does like mostly like screaming kind of. Um, but like we have a lot of songs where it's like, him doing most of the song and me doing backing and then like half of the other songs are me doing like the leads and him backing me so you we kind of had to rest. yeah we kind of had to plan it out on tour like it was like okay tonight like i'll we'll do these songs because it's mostly me and then tomorrow night we'll do mostly your songs like depending on what other bands we're playing with or like what kind of show it is or whatever so it's a lot of like planning out um, but yeah, one thing like, like Dave was talking about being a vocalist right, is uh, it's not just the singing it's like the lyrics too and uh like he kind of like you know you write some lyrics and uh, that to me that's the most like vulnerable point it's not like the melodies and stuff it's like oh like i don't know like maybe they're not gonna like these lyrics and i'll always be like self-conscious personal like yeah exactly yeah personal yeah yeah it's like if you think it's like really cool and then you show somebody you're like yeah okay then you get kind of pissed off and you're just like okay i didn't realize you were a fucking poet laureate like why don't you write some fucking lyrics Yeah. Oh, you don't like these? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I mean, again, that's a very, that's a parallel to comedy, honestly. Yeah. It really is, like, because again, like, like lyrics, and I think that's why I kind of was drawn to comedy is, like, something I loved in music is I put so much time and thought into my lyrics and I, they were so important to me. And it just hit me one day. I was like, no one can fucking hear this shit. They don't know what I'm saying. Like, they don't care. <laughs> I was uh, like, I'm pretty- Hours we we still we still all talk about how good your lyrics are though like they're actually amazing. <laughs> but anyway, I put a lot of thought into it, and it's just like no. And so comedy to me is like, it's like I think maybe it's what I've always wanted because I'm like no, I want people to hear my fucking words and immediately yeah. connect to them, and like, and the, so I obviously put a lot of thought into comedy too, so it it works better that way. So, uh, but it's definitely one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, th- I can see how I got from point A to point B. Like it's not- Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, Yeah. because I don't have a background um, of that, but it's just like, I know, like my progression to to that was just like, I would have these like scenarios in my head, like something would happen and I'd be like, oh, I wish I had said this or, Mm -hmm. you know, I wish, 
you know, in a in a parallel universe, I would have said this or I would have yeah. done that or this would yeah. happen. And so that's like like not an alter ego, but that's like a persona that I take over. Yeah, comedy is a place to like put those thoughts and energy. You're like, yeah. well, if I'm gonna be thinking these things anyway, uh, then I have a place to now say them and get them out exactly. of my body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's always some. There's always for myself at least. A, a, like I'd say 90, 95% of, of the jokes I do, it's from something that's happened. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's an experience that I've had. And yeah. in some cases, it's like, I'm telling you exactly as it happened. Like, it's yeah. just that fucked up <laughs> exactly <laughs> as it happened. And then others, you know, for, for comedic yeah. uh, purposes, like you tweet details and, and things like totally. that to make it. Well, yeah. I mean, right. on that topic, I mean, one of your, your, kind of more current jokes you're doing right now is about being you you were hate crimed on, on oh, the yeah. internet and uh and you pretty much instantly started talking about it in comedy yeah yeah, yeah. i actually and saw that like, one i uh, i tuned into that show when you uh told that joke and it's like holy yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. but the thing real. is it was like that was the only um thing i felt i could do because like yeah. when it happened i was just like I was like gutted because yeah, absolutely. Yeah. like the last year has just been fucked up. Like yeah. on all kinds of fronts. And I've been called the N word twice. And like, that's in, fucking it's crazy. Fucked yeah. up. It's like, it's crazy. So like in, yeah. in less than a month, like that's been hurled at me. Um, but this was like direct and this was like, it was just, it was just so disgusting. And I yeah. was just like, Oh, like I felt really, the thing is I don't really feel vulnerable when I'm on stage like I feel mm -hmm. very mm -hmm. comfortable and I feel very at ease and I know like I'm out there yeah. but I don't think of it I don't think of myself yeah. in a vulnerable position totally. but it was at that moment I felt like really vulnerable and I felt I felt powerless I felt like all the things mm. that a, a slur like that is is designed to do yeah you know everything that it's designed to do like like cut you off at the knees sort of thing totally and i was like i don't like feeling like this like yeah who the well, fuck so is this guy who the fuck are you connection a connection i only really made right now is that that situation was linked to your comedy because that person saw you do comedy and yeah. then reached out through that right so did that yeah. make you feel I don't know, did that at any point affect you being like, shit, am I safe doing comedy if this is attracting people like this? Did for that, sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because the like up until that moment, and the thing is like really like the last year since we haven't been performing live As that much, much yeah. it's been like, I've been in the safety of my home. Mm -hmm. But yeah. say like the the times that we've been open and we've we've been doing live shows and stuff like that, the only threat to my safety I would think about would be like walking back to my car yeah yeah you know like it's late at night walking back to my car or when I, when I get home walking from like the parking garage to to the building that's totally. the only time I'm thinking like oh you know watch out kind of. yeah watch out yeah. exactly for my safety but because like this this was just like it was just so fucked up. It was yeah. just so fucked up because this person, okay, I gotta go. It's like all convoluted. I gotta go back like a couple of months to like September or something. Mm -hmm. I was getting these like hang up calls at all these different hours. And the thing is, like, I don't usually answer 
a, a number that I don't recognize or something yeah. that says like private number or block number. I usually don't answer those. And I'm like, if it's, if somebody's really trying to get a hold of me, they can leave a voicemail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and I'll call them back. But it was like just these hang up calls at different, different times of the day. And it went on for a while. Yeah. And then it stopped. Um, and then, then it was happening like in the middle of the night, like the phone would ring at like two in the morning or something. Um, and I don't remember, I remember feeling more annoyed than anything yeah. else, you know, cause it's like, this is just stupid. Like stop. Yeah, he's basically harassing you at the same level as like a telemarketer at that point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. And so then I guess this happened, I think the, this incident happened about a month, month and a half ago. And I remember it was, a, it was a Saturday night and I was home because we were locked down. Yeah. And yeah. I was up late and I think, I don't know what I was doing. I was on the computer or something and the phone rang. I remember it was like five to one on like Saturday so I say so, technically Sunday morning mm -hmm. and I was like nobody I know is going to be calling me at one in the morning I'm not answering yeah. so it rang then it stopped and the person called back three times and then sent a text message Jesus. and I was like and he's like hey I'm like who is this sort of thing I was like I've got nothing to do like let's <laughs> what's up <laughs> what's up exactly I was like who is this and he's and then he said something along the lines of um um we met on tinder mm -hmm. and david knows i hate dating apps like i i <laughs> yeah, yeah. dating apps like i yeah. do them very and so i was like mm, that didn't sit well because it's like anybody that i've met on a dating app who would have gotten my phone number yeah I, you know, I would remember them. Exactly. I remember <laughs> yeah. them. I at least have their, you know, their name and their number on the phone. Mm -hmm. So I know, okay, don't answer. Yeah. So yeah. Like Johnny so, Tinder. Yeah. Or Johnny yeah, yeah. asshole Tinder sort of thing. <laughs> it sounds like, you don't, it sounds like you don't do a whole lot of drunk Tindering. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah. It's yeah, like, good. Yeah. Delete numbers. And then I'd get like somebody calling me back and I'd yeah. be like, oh, I didn't want to talk to you anyway. So yeah. I was like, it just didn't sit well with me. And he's like, yeah, we met, we matched on Tinder a year ago. And I was, and I remember thinking, no, I was like, that can't be. And I'm like, I don't remember you. Like, what's your name? And he gave me some like Glenn McDonald. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's was not like, a name. That's not a name. That's not a real name. That's such a <laughs> that's, good fake Canadian name. Yeah. Fake Canadian. Nobody names their kid Glenn. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. I don't remember you sort of thing and then he was like oh um something like he was I was like did we meet and he was like we were supposed to but then I chickened out and this that the other and I was like I remember thinking well I don't remember that mm -hmm. and then I just left it alone and then he came back and he's like what's the biggest you ever had and I was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and then I blocked the number yeah. and I was just like this is weird this is some you know, some crackpot. And I'm not even thinking it's related to comedy at this yeah. point. I'm thinking it's some weirdo from Tinder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I blocked the number, uh, thought nothing of it. And then Sunday into Monday, so like say technically Monday night, the phone wakes me up um, at like three in the morning. And I'm like, something said it's that guy from last night. Yeah. Didn't answer. 
same the same pattern like two phone calls and then a text message and the text message was you fat nigger whore oh my god because i didn't answer his call yeah and i was just it's a red flag for sure oh for sure i want to date you now i really want you now oh you got me going i want you (laughs) you said the magic words yeah (laughs) i I also do want to say that like his initial question of like what's the biggest you ever had i like the idea of you being like i don't know 11 inches and he'd be like oh never mind (laughs) (laughs) could you deal with five It's the average. <laughs> like, why'd you ask they, me? They've, adjust, <laughs> they've adjusted the average. On the slide. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so three in the morning, I this is a oh. message I get from this, this fucker. And I was just like, oh, Crazy. wow, yeah. Like, you don't yeah. get your way. And like, yeah. the first thing you do is like hurl insults at me. Yeah. sort of thing and not even so, just insults like that's uh that's that's the nice guy yeah, thing like yeah. i'm a nice guy but exactly. you're being a bitch he tried he tried yeah, exactly. pulling i'm that, a nice he? guy and you're just being a bitch that's oh really what it is well, well he know? tried doing the, like i was just drunk i would never say that if i wasn't drunk right didn't yeah he because like, oh the thing my is, god like, yeah, i was so nice. upset like i didn't i didn't go back to sleep because i was just yeah. like what the fuck yeah, yeah, and yeah so i was thinking about it and then in the morning i was like i really should um call the police i should contact the police about this but then i was like oh you know at that point i was like defund the police fuck the police (laughs) i was all like fuck the police (laughs) you know but then i was like i don't even know who this person is like yeah i I mean it could become yeah yeah i was like calling you all the time too what you know call the police and say what some random guy sort of thing but then i thought about it and i was like that's a hate crime yeah. a hate incident as they as they uh uh the police put it and so yeah. i i filed a report i filed a police yeah report good yeah. and i posted it on oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like nice. yeah this you went happened. very public and it was awesome. i went super public because i was like <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. i was like no no bitch you are not getting away with this yeah absolutely you know, you're not good because yeah. the thing is i knew that the, whoever he is he's following me somehow yeah and Sure enough, he was because he saw it on my Instagram and then yeah. he started blowing up my phone with messages Ugh. and I posted them all. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> yeah. it was me. It was me who did this. I'm so sorry I was drunk. And basically, like he, he did not take any responsibility for it. He basically said because I rejected him twice yeah. that this, this flew out of his mouth. Yeah. And it's like, that's Some not in my vocabulary. Yes, yeah. it I is. never, I never got the uh, "I was just drunk" thing. It's like, so, just so you know, if we date, if I get drunk, I'm gonna hit you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just because I'm drunk. It's just because I'm, I'm drunk. drunk. Yeah, exactly. The, the only time is, "just because I'm drunk" should apply is when you like pissed your pants or something. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you fell down the stairs. It was because yeah, yeah. That's it. it. Doesn't that's it doesn't it. warrant a doctor's appointment? Yeah, you, drunk. Yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> doesn't apply to when you're pissing your pants and yelling the n-word really fly in that situation (laughs) exactly and the thing like i went public with him because i was like i was scared yeah yeah absolutely i was like this person knows who i am because in the text message in the text because remember i was saying like the whole tinder thing didn't didn't make sense because i'm not a dating app person i hate dating apps and 
I don't, I think I was on Tinder for like 20 minutes and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, and so when he found out that I had filed a police report and he contacted me, he was like, I didn't meet you on Tinder. He's like, I was at a show. I don't, he didn't say where he was like, I was at a, I saw you at a show last year. He's like, I thought you were really beautiful. Um, but I was too intimidated to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I crank called you for a while. <laughs> and then I got racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I decided, and then he's like, I decided I wanted to talk to you. And he's like, yeah. you didn't want to talk to me. And it pissed me off. And he said, I tried to call you again. You wouldn't answer my call. And, and that's why I said what I said. That's yeah. That's yeah. An, he's that's like, an but I'm a good person. person. I'm a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> If that's the first thing you go to when you don't get your way, yeah, you're not yeah. a nice person. You're not. Yeah, I was nice too person. intimidated to talk to you, but I was very comfortable being anonymously. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, anonymously like stalking you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was just fucked up. And so Look, I know. I know. I sound racist, but I always put my change in the Ronald McDonald's Kids Foundation. <laughs> exactly. I'm a good <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> So fucking date me. <laughs> Pretty much. Fuck! You know, but I was like, I was so scared. And the thing is, like, I wanted to make it public mm-hmm. because I was like, this guy knows who I am. He yeah. he, he yeah. knows me on site. I don't know who he is. He could have been like standing behind me at the grocery store and I wouldn't know. So yeah, I was yeah. like super I, creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it was very creepy. And I was like, if I disappear or I end up in a ditch, and I also have a joke about that, which isn't so funny now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kidnapping joke. Like, if I go missing, don't put my real weight, use my goal weight. <laughs> and I was like, shit, we might have to do that. You know? <laughs> but I was like thinking, like, if if something happens to me, if I disappear, yeah. right, I show up dead in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you need... this like, look for this person. Yeah. <laughs> this Remember that big police report I filed? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. He was like, Oh, you know, you know, can you take the, you know, can you take back the report? I'll never do it again. I have a yeah. job. I have this. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like you should have thought about that before you, you called me a fat nigger whore, you know, bitch. You're not on call of duty. it got him scared and the thing yeah, is yeah. it's like i gave the police everything like a police officer called me um i filed a report online and then it was i, I got like a temporary um police report number mm-hmm. and then when they approve if they approve your your complaint you get a like a permanent number and then like a follow-up with a police officer. And I was like, please take this seriously. And they yeah. did. So I got a, I got a, um, like a permanent police record, uh, not police record, <laughs> a permanent <laughs> uh, police report number. Yeah. And then um, a Lieutenant called me from Ottawa police services. And they were so, he was so nice to me. And he was like, I'm really sorry. All of this happened to you. And he was like, tell me exactly what happened. Because I had like detailed and everything. And he's like, mm-hmm. tell me. Um, and then, um, so I told him everything. And he was like, well, how did he find out that you filed a police report? 
I said, because I posted it on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> and maybe Twitter and TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> I did it on Instagram and MySpace. YouTube. Friendster. Christian Mingle. So he was like, um, you shouldn't have done that. And uh, you need to take that stuff down. Oh, and why? Like, why? And, and he just said like, he said something like privacy issues and and safety, like a, a safety. Yeah. What about your privacy? And yeah, safety? I was like, yeah. my, exactly. I said that. I said, you know, um, I said I'm glad he knows. I yeah. said I'm glad he knows that. Uh, I can understand them maybe thinking that it would kind of push this guy to be like even more aggressive or something like that. I, I yeah. maybe, but I don't know. Cause to me, I think a good thing about what happened with you posting is that, that guy got to see then basically an entire community get behind. Yeah, you that's true too. Like, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. this guy. Cause, like, that, yeah. Cause everybody was like, what the fuck? Like we yeah. all were like, that's fine. And like everyone, yeah. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think people were pretty supportive and behind you on yeah, that right so definitely definitely yeah. and i well, who, who wouldn't be no yeah i guess because yeah. <laughs> the thing is what kind of monster like is that? supportive of that? <laughs> i think he's right yeah <laughs> i guess yeah what what am i really trying to say where i'm just like i think our community is really special because we actually don't like racism so yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and the thing is like stuff like that like i always felt because you know the the intent of that is to injure right and yeah exactly yeah yeah and so i was already so upset and i already felt like so isolated that i was in my head i was like i almost felt like well no one's gonna defend me no one's gonna be on my side sort of thing no one's gonna like really? protect me sort of thing i just had that thing so when i posted it and i had so many like messages and and you know so just i got so much support yeah. like people sent you flowers. someone sent you flowers oh, yeah nice. yeah somebody sent me flowers awesome. and like stay fierce bitch or whatever yeah. <laughs> like this. i'm yeah. like i don't talk like that but thank you, you know? <laughs> yeah. um yeah people were like super supportive yeah somebody sent me flowers and like it was really nice and it was and like just the messages and stuff like that and then totally. like I remember just sitting in that and being like, okay, like I've got the support, the support of like my comedy community, which is like yeah. everything to me. And then like my, like just all the different communities around me, like surrounded me. And, and I had people coming up and saying like, if you find out who this guy is, let me know. Just, you know, make it look like an accident. Sort of thing. <laughs> you know? So like I had a lot of that, but yeah. I was still sitting with this, this disgusting feeling, Yeah, you know, like just feeling very like violated and vulnerable, yeah. and all these horrible things. And I was like, how do I get out of that? Like, how do I stop that? And almost like this was I don't even think it was 24 hours later I wrote I wrote the the bit yeah yeah and then I think it was like a few days after that because we were still I think we were still open because the first time I performed it was at Yuck Yucks yeah at, yeah uh, I the saw Dallas a video at the and that was yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the week or a couple of days later or something like that and it was just so I didn't realize how cathartic and how yeah how helps you work through it kind of yeah like it, it gave me my power back because i remember on um 
actually it was on, I think it was the, that fundraiser we did, David, with uh, Jen, Jen Hayward. Yes, yeah. Great, yeah. And I think that was the first time I had performed it like, like fleshed out, like fleshed out and everything. And, yeah. and David sent me a message. He was like, that was fucking awesome. I'm so glad you did that. You know? yeah. and, uh, like I felt like I got my power back because the thing is yeah. like when I was on, cause in normal life, I'm like, I, I think I'm awkward. I think I'm weird and I'm quiet and mm-hmm. everything, but on yeah. stage, I feel confident. Yeah. And I'm happy. And I'm like, I feel strong on the stage and for like a brief moment i didn't feel that anymore and i was afraid you know yeah and that gave it back to me sort of thing and i've modified it because i actually say the full word now yeah (laughs) at the beginning i said n-word because i was like i don't want to say it it's too ugly and blah 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 blah. (laughs) and then a few um like seasoned comics of color were Mm. like say it yeah. Don't protect him by saying N word. Say it. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why should he get to say it? You know, that yeah. discomfort. It, yeah. It also. Yeah. Exactly. It gives the intensity and discomfort, and then when you get to the joke, the levity is like even higher now. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, totally. Because yeah, every time, because I think I started saying the full word about two weeks ago. I think. Okay. And I remember I was nervous. I was nervous yeah. to say it because it's just, it's an ugly word. It's, it is, it's yeah. a disgusting word. <laughs> and when I said it, like you could hear a pin drop and you'd hear like, <gasps> and like, <sighs> and then yeah. I say the punchline and, it, and then it's just like, everyone's like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. We can laugh now. Like, yeah. thank God. <laughs> you know, but it was, it was really, really, it was really cathartic. And even though I knew that, you know, just from some of the, like the bits and stuff that I've written, like over the past year and a half, I knew that, you know, you can work stuff out and you can give yourself like the perfect scenario in a situation. Like it, it, that really hit home for me when that horrible thing happened to me and I took it and like turned it around and like yeah. Yeah. back in his face. Or well, that's something. it. Eh? Like turning that negative into a positive yeah. for yourself. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, uh, I, I mean, I obviously I've never dealt with anything like that intense, uh, but like in in comedy, I haven't really gotten to the point where I've really been super cathartic yet. I guess like my closest thing would have been uh, like I'm bisexual and like I used to talk about it in my act a lot. And when I was doing that, it was literally because I was like processing, like having like started telling people that you know what i mean so like yeah. the first time i ever even talked about it was on stage because i had all these jokes that were like my friend is bisexual and then like, <laughs> I, was, like <laughs> yeah, I had like a, and then i was on a show where two people before me were doing jokes and they were like i am bisexual and blah 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 and then i was like well i feel real dumb if i'm just like my friend You're kind of faking it yeah, yeah yeah so then that was the first time i ever said it and then it kind of encouraged me to start like telling people more and like getting into yeah. those conversations more so again not nearly <laughs> as an intention of a situation but like that was maybe my comedy catharsis where it was like i was like even the jokes i was writing was helping me like understand my situation more they were kind of happening at the same time so yeah. it was yeah yeah, it's yeah. cool how comedy can do that. And music can too. I mean, I use mm-hmm. lyrics to get over shit all the time. Most of the songs mm-hmm. I write are usually me trying to like deal with something and like work it through. So how, uh, how did it feel That's how did it feel when you started coming back home and doing those jokes here? Because it was like you, you had just met all these people in Ottawa and stuff. So it must have been a little easier there than 
coming here and people you grew up with like just True. kind of dropping the bomb like that yeah because i yeah. think it's a different story like coming out to people yeah you've only known for a couple of years versus well, yeah. coming out to like I, your family and lifelong friends and stuff like that yeah yeah I, like i sometimes think if i hadn't moved away i would never have come out really um, wow yeah Crazy. I, I mean i don't know i don't know that yeah yeah it would have been probably different though it would have been a different experience yeah it's just or not taken longer or something yeah, yeah. I, I mean at least before i moved it just wasn't the environment that like really facilitated facilitated like I don't know, being comfortable with something like that necessarily. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then he comes somewhere like Ottawa and it's like, you know, it's a bigger city. There's like, it's just more open. There's like multiculturalism way more than we have in Moncton. There's like the, the people are more like sexually, uh, like just having more like sexually open conversations and stuff like yeah. that. So I just started- More adventurous. Like, yeah, a little more adventurous. <laughs> uh, We're all just like, okay, get on the, get on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Assume the position. Oh, this is a good start. This is a good start. Well, I think, I'm ready. <laughs> when I uh, when I first when I first moved here, I think within like the first year, I messaged Jordan. I was like, "Yeah, I was at a party last night, and it kind of just turned into a bunch of people being naked at a party." And Jordan was like, "Man, Ottawa is invite weird. me next time. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> I want to go." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anytime, anytime you told me like any like weird party you were at or like like I never go to party. just all the all these different things you were doing, I'm just like, man, Ottawa. <laughs> but yeah, right here. But, yeah, but to answer your question, Jordan, um, yeah, it was like weird because like I was like I had like an act where like a big chunk of it was about that stuff and about sexuality and like it was yeah. working and I liked it and I liked doing it and it was really working. Um and then, yeah, to go home and be like, okay, I've told some people, like I've told Jordan, I've told like a handful of people, but I'm still going to be on stage in front of a bunch of people I've known my whole life. And this is how I'm going to tell them. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and it's weird for sure. Like I had a buddy, uh, a very good buddy of ours who was actually in our band. We were like, me and him were walking to the club because he actually got me the spot because he was working at the club as a bartender. And uh, I had just been in town. I didn't pack very well, so I didn't have a belt. So I was wearing my mom's belt. And it was like a leathery belt with kind of like flower patterns all over it. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I'm peace. <laughs> I guess. I was just like talking to him. And I was just like, yeah, I've got my mom's belt. And he's just like, oh, man, I, I can give you a, a better belt than that if you don't want to wear that. I was like, oh, I'm fine with it. And he's like, oh, I really don't like seeing you in that belt. And I was like, huh. And uh, if you don't like that, uh, you're going to be in for a surprise tonight. Uh, <laughs> and then that's how I told him. I was like, I I've, been, I've been wearing my mom's belt my whole life. <laughs> At least half the time. Uh, but yeah, so that was when I told him. I was like, well, that makes you uncomfortable. I got some news for you, buddy. And uh, and he was really cool about it. His main question was like, was, do I find him attractive? Which was like, go fuck yourself. That's not what this is about. No. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, you're not my type. I'm sorry. And he seemed genuinely hurt. I was like, yeah. okay. I'm kind of trying to find myself right now. It's isn't really about you. It's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> this is not about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. God. I don't really do that, so, that stuff in my act anymore because it doesn't, uh, like talking about the catharsis thing. I don't like need that as much anymore. Yeah. It's so, kind of a side note now. Like, yeah. I don't really care. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't, it's sort of feeling almost like too much of my identity as a comedian, like queer comic. And I really yeah. didn't want that. I mean, it got me some of my first paying gigs. The first time I ever made substantial money was like through queer comedy. Um, really? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
And then I was just like, yeah, I mean, I'd rather be a comedian who is queer rather than a queer comedian. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 for sure. That's yeah. like me too. I'd rather be like a, a, a comic who's a woman or a comic who is black than like- Yeah, black. instead of black. being like- Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I've had people tell me, oh, you only got that because you're black or you only got that because you're a woman. Yeah. And it's yeah. like- no, like I mean, it wasn't really was a black woman's show, which they do happen. Yeah, okay, yeah. If it's a black woman's show, then yeah, I'm a shoe in. You know what I mean? You have the criteria. Yeah, I've got the criteria. I meet, I, you know, I, I meet the criteria. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of people are quick to like diminish your abilities or diminish your your talent sometimes well yeah what i think it is and i think this goes in you probably know this in the music scene too jordan because this was maybe more when we were younger but i think people their the reaction what's really happening is they're saying why didn't i get that so then that what they're trying to do is hyper focus on why you did and they didn't that's it yeah yeah, yeah. i think that happens in music too i know when we were in For high sure, school yeah uh, it is much more of a high school band thing where you get really jealous because you're like you want every opportunity and then someone gets a different opportunity and it's like you're just not meant for every opportunity. That's just how yeah. it right. is in anything. Like, oh, well, they just got that because they know this person. Yeah. Like, but no, this is because you fucking get drunk every band practice and <laughs> you're, you're not getting any. Band sucks. Yeah. Like every opportunity that I've that I've received, they're like a, a bunch that I didn't. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's and like I ha I've had to just like ignore stuff. Like fortunately, like yeah. that only happened like early on. Mm -hmm. um where you know people thought like well she's only been doing this for like five months like why yeah. well you why popped up really quick right like you which was good it's good that's a good thing but mm -hmm. that that does invite those those mentalities mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think i think uh i think it's an important thing though uh having like failures like as probably as a comedian as well as a musician like you kind of have to have that so that like if everything goes right and then you have like one big failure like you're really looking forward to a big show or something like that and you don't get it then you're just like oh well i'm a complete piece of shit i guess yeah. and i'm just gonna yeah, stop doing this oh my god like if we thought like that we'd be like devastated like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you need to, yeah it's important to learn how to get through failures and be like okay well the next one will be better yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah. that for whatever reason i wasn't yeah. ready or yeah not, exactly yeah i don't fit because that's that's what also if the show, if there yeah. if there is a reason that you didn't get it then you can you're gonna like pick through your mind and be like well like well, i guess i could do this better like maybe i did that like i was kind of lazy on that thing and yeah it'd be a learning like, i know how we're, yeah. yeah i don't know if yeah. it's the same with comedy but oh no it definitely is it definitely mm -hmm. is i mean it's i think it's in any art uh discipline. yeah it's just like you learn from your strengths and you learn from your weaknesses and you kind of yeah. find a way to to mesh them together i guess into something yeah. i mean yeah I, I guess you guys would get it even worse because uh like everybody bombs right yeah absolutely like, if i play a bad show if i play a bad show everyone's like yeah you know that was awesome like that's cool i was like no i fucked everything up but like they'll still cheer yeah <laughs> you guys have a bad joke clap, people just turn fucking difference. brutal it's like uh yeah yeah and the thing is it's very you can feel public. it yeah it's yeah, very yeah. public and it's yeah. very yeah oh it's, man that's that's why i that's why i won't do it because oh i couldn't take it i don't think i could take it one bomb i'd be like man that honestly is fair because i i say this all the time i do truly believe uh that jordan could be a comedian as far as being a funny person with funny stories who i think could write them into funny stories but you literally just need 
to be able to put up with the bomb. And if you don't yeah. have oh, that, man. then you won't. I don't think I could. I don't yeah, think I could. It's gonna be difficult. Maybe so, not. I, even even seeing a bomb is just like, oh man. Oh yeah, I feel no, it's uncomfortable. Like, Especially oh. like it's somebody that you like say with with us. It's somebody that you know is good. Yeah. Like somebody yeah. you know kills. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's and you know that like the, the crowd doesn't get them or whatever it is, and yeah. it, it it it's painful. Like just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> Because oh, it happens yeah. and it's like it's unfortunate. Like I wish no one had to bomb, and yeah. I wish bombs weren't so public. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it also becomes almost like I don't know. It's almost like a relief sometimes. Like when you see those nights where it's like, because some people will say they're like, it's never the audience fault. Like you should mm. be able to win the bag, and like there is an element to that, but that's sort of horseshit sometimes because yeah. sometimes yeah. there just is, I've seen the best comedians that we yeah. know. Sometimes just it's like, just the vibe in the audience. The bad like, room, eh? They're yeah. not, they're not feeling anything. Yeah. You know, or. And that's, that's scary, but it's also almost like a relief because like, it just means that sometimes there's just nothing you can do. It's like, yeah, well, I guess, eh? Yeah. Exactly. It's not you. You could be yeah. as prepared and as, you could be yeah. like freaking hilarious. Mm. and some sometimes they're just not gonna want to laugh yeah. they're just not gonna i mean yeah. there people are right there is like that next level comic who will be able to find something in whatever situation like that but that's like that's such a skill like i'm sure we all have the ability to get there but when people are like it's no, it's always your fault if you bomb it's like well that's not really helpful right now like yeah. I, <laughs> I don't need to hear that message yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like i'm trying to learn like yeah if anything it's i i like kind of like I find it better to almost like give in to the fact that it's going to happen sometimes is then it's just like that allows me to not be like broken down and not like yeah. continue on so exactly probably the bad shows you're playing jeff dunham would just kill <laughs> yeah like, do you have any puppets <laughs> take off Bring my sock and... <laughs> where are Bring your puppets <laughs> I, you know what? It's funny you say I that. I like the grampy puppet. <laughs> it's funny you say that because one of my favorite comedians, Chad Daniels, I heard a story one time of him opening for Jeff Dunham yeah. uh, and it wasn't worth, like, he was bombing. So then yeah. he was like, oh, fuck, I guess I know what you guys like. And he took off his shoe and his sock and he put his sock on his hand and started pouring <laughs> beer into his sock and doing like dumb jokes. And they just started booing him and then he got kicked off the tour. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Chad Daniels is the That's fucking hilarious. shit. Holy yeah. shit. He's really funny. <laughs> he's just he's such an asshole. He's just like, he won't take shit. So he's just like, yeah. That's well, a dick move. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Because, like, oh, I know man, with, um, like, with myself, um, I'd wanted to do it since I was 15. Yeah. But I was too scared. I yeah. was too scared. And when I finally did it, I was 52. You know, so I was like, I wasted a lot of time being afraid. I wasted a lot of time going, you know, oh, I can't do that. Like, what if somebody heckles me? What if somebody that, and I got to a point, well, it's just like a whole bunch of things happen. Like I lost my mom and all sorts of yeah. things. And I was like, I'm tired of being afraid. I'm tired of not doing things because I'm worried of what, like what other people would think and yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. that, that I was like, let me just try it. And get it out of my system sort of thing but then i was like yeah. oh, i love this <laughs> and so i just <laughs> through. you know i just yeah, yeah. I, I just like kept working like trying to get as many actually the very first um my very first set was a warm crowd it was all friends and family mm -hmm. so 
Like that's very unrealistic. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna laugh at everything and they're gonna totally. praise you anyway because it's yeah. all friends and family. I, I didn't yeah. invite anyone for like three months. I didn't invite a single person I knew for three months. Of oh really? It. I was like, I want to know that I've like, I want to be able to earn it from strangers first, and then yeah, that makes sense. Bring yeah. your family in. It was like otherwise I, I can't trust the statistics. Otherwise, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, because yeah. the thing yeah. is, I knew that it would have been skewed, yeah. but like I had like. I know when I had thought of like when I was living in Toronto and I was thinking about it, but kept chickening out, I was like, I don't want anybody there. I don't want yeah. anyone I know there. But then this time I was like, I want everybody there. <laughs> Just because I put it off for so long and I was so excited. And, you know, I was like, I finally found something that like, I was like, I felt good at, I felt good at and I felt comfortable doing. So yeah. I had like 20 people there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, awesome and i'd only been in ottawa maybe like eight months at that point so it's yeah. like, like the people i'd become friendly with i was like hey i'm doing this thing you want to come they're like sure mm -hmm. so i had like four tables of people um awesome. but like the very first like real show that i did was uh swizzles david put me on yeah. It was the yeah. very first time I did it like cool. in front of like real people. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and I think that, I bombed. I think I froze. I froze. I froze. Oh, I like I, I forgot remember. my set. <laughs> well, the thing about Swizzles, a Swizzle show can really go either way. Like yeah. sometimes that room can be like the warmest room. Sometimes it's like, all right, we're learning tonight. Like it's <laughs> so. That's what I kind of like about it. It's not an easy room. Yeah, you have to yeah. I love I, Swizzles. I love I love performing there. It's I think I have a soft spot because that was like the very first yeah thing when I went into the like the OCC of its spot, and yeah. then I got the Eva. Ah, I got you. <laughs> I <get> to <laughs> so it has a very soft, like a very warm space. Yeah. Me, but like David said, it's like hot and cold. Like I've seen it on fire. Yeah. And then I've seen it like dead. Yeah. You yeah. know and uh yeah i've always wanted to go to that bar i don't think i've ever been there when i visited you but no you haven't been there when you're here but we're i'm bringing there i'm definitely bringing it next time you're in town. yeah yeah for sure yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. good time oh, yeah, Jordan, yeah. yeah. this has been this has been like a shit ton of fun like this was yeah yeah, yeah this, this was, was fun, a yeah. lot of fun and like sure. come back anytime anytime sure. you want to come back on yeah yeah shit. absolutely you know, we just shoot do, the shit like. Do we yeah. still do we still get the answer to the hypothetical questions at the end? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Let's <laughs> I don't know about this. So. Yeah, I have um, a bunch of questions. I think David, when you were on the last time, I think I had only like sixty-two questions. Now I have two hundred and fifty. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, for sure. Okay, so with these crazy questions, like, how do you each want to choose a number, or do you want to have the same number and? I want to talk, I want us to have the same questions. I'd like to have the same questions. Okay. Okay. So yeah. what we can do is like each of you picks a number and mm -hmm. you both answer the corresponding. Yeah. The okay. corresponding question. Yeah. We're not doing 250 questions. No, 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 no. <laughs> we might do maybe three, two or yeah, three. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to be two. I was ready. But... <laughs> He's like, yeah, hit yeah. me. <laughs> Jordan, you can go first. Pick a number, Jordan. Uh, between what? Between one and two. Like out of 250? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I pick uh, 88. 88? Okay. Okay. So number 88 says, would you rather be reincarnated as a fly or just cease to exist after you die? Oh my God, that's deep. 
Oh, I know, yeah, some of them are pretty deep. Some are silly, and like, but this one's pretty, pretty deep. Um, <laughs> if you want, I think I, one, I think I picked the fly. You picked the fly? No, no, I think I picked I picked the fly because I would think of the person I hated the most in my past life, and I would just go bug the shit out of them because like, it's so hard to kill a fly. I, I think I'd be really good at zigging around; like you wouldn't really get me. Yeah. The thing I don't like about being a fly is that I feel like you have like an uncontrollable junkie urge for shit like <laughs> that's the first thing i thought of i'm like yeah. i don't want to be hovering around shit like i feel like you can't even but you would me. want to if you were a fly so it's fine no i really feel like flies are like oh man i just i need some of that that shit i, I know i shouldn't but ugh. like i think it's like a weird it's just, Jank yeah yeah exactly <laughs> So, I don't know. And I, I personally, the non-existent, like, that's what I think happens when you die. I don't think it's real. Yeah. I think it's just sort of like a blink out and then you're, you're. I actually, I actually do believe in reincarnation. Yeah. You think that's what I, well, okay. I, yeah. I believe in reincarnation. In and to, in a, like, to a certain extent, kind of. Like, I think all your fucking atoms go into something. I, exactly. I think your energy gets redistributed. I don't think it goes yeah. all into like one cat. Or no. I, yeah. I don't think you become another person. I think you become a fucking tree or something. Like, yeah. Or a bunch <laughs> of trees. They're like yeah. part of you is now a tree, part of you is the rain. Like I don't know. I think scientifically, it scientifically, it makes sense. But that's what yeah. would happen. But so I wouldn't pick. So I'd pick the non-existence. I wouldn't pick the fly because I think I would be addicted to shit, and that just seems. <laughs> weird. I already have such. Hey, weird... be a fly with your boy. <laughs> All right, if Jordan, if Jordan would be a fly, I guess I'd be a yeah. fly. Be a fly too. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Okay, so I'll pick I'll pick one then. Okay. Um, you did eighty eight. I'll do forty four. Forty four. Okay, forty four. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Read for sure. For sure, I'd lose the ability to read. I, I barely uh, read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that one for sure. I'd lose the ability to read because. Yeah. I, if I couldn't, I mean, I don't know if anyone's noticed this listening to this, but I can't shut the fuck up. Like, I need to be able to talk. It'd be crazy. <laughs> I've read like four books since high school. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, if you met a mute who was just like obsessed with reading, I feel like that'd be like a really weird guy. Yeah, they're really licking yeah. your lips and. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> read all that, all that, all that literature and stuff and not be able to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Able to do that. <laughs> Jesus. I think yeah. you'd be I think it would drive someone insane. Yeah, you'd be reading about how to make a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can read show all about that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, the only way I can I need to express myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh can I just say I this isn't this isn't one of the questions that, or maybe it is one of the questions, but that just made me think of the would you rather of like would you rather be blind or deaf? Yeah. which i i have that conversation with people all the time so i'd like to hear from either of you i personally would choose uh blind for sure me too yeah. yeah you'd rather be yeah. rather not see but be yes. able to hear yes i think so because i just think i'd still be able to interact with things like better in the world and again like i'm so into music and like comedy mm -hmm. and i know there's ways you can still like take those things in but i think i would yeah i don't know and also me and jordan make this joke all the time uh, we're both good enough musicians that as soon as we became blind, we'd instantly be like famous blues men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just love Ray Charles. So. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so easy to transition into famous, yeah. like being a moderately good musician, but now you're a blind good musician. It's a whole <laughs> different thing. A whole other echelon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I feel like you. I feel like you could still paint and sell it, and they'd be like, "This guy didn't even know what it looked like." Yeah, exactly. yeah it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think I would choose blind as well. Yeah, yeah. I just have to take off my glasses, and I'm practically blind. All yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Yeah, because at least if you, because the thing is, like, I, 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 I know one or two blind uh, not blind people i know some blind people but i know some mm. deaf people and yeah. i used to work with a woman and if she couldn't see your mouth or something she was lost yeah yeah you know and and i can't imagine that not being able to hear yeah and not being yeah it's just yeah i know a couple she I know would a couple drive deaf but she would do, have uh... like these different things in her car that right yeah 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 so. lip, lip reading is crazy because yeah i knew a couple uh deaf people and like i'd be talking to them and she would just be like you have to trim your fucking mustache <laughs> <laughs> i well, can't wearing tell a mask it. must like, like so, yeah that's true too i never so even difficult. thought of that yeah because Fuck, even yeah, myself if somebody like only now like a year in can yeah. i understand people talking through yeah. a mask but at the beginning i was like this is my life now. I'm not going to understand. Yeah, yeah. Word anyone yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I think I'd rather no, retain I'd... hearing because if you can't hear, your speech is affected as well. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a probably like, yeah, I think maybe it's an entertainer thing too. I think all three of us are probably like, well, it'd be way easier to just figure out still being an entertainer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As yeah. a blind person than as a deaf if you, person. If you're, yeah, if you're a painter or something or like a like a director or something like that. You're yeah, something where you need, need the visual. You're going to pick deaf. Yeah. 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 Wow. Totally. Yeah, that it's a tough qu- I hope I hope to lose neither. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. let's 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 do another one. Yeah, um, I pick two forty nine. Two forty nine. Okay. <laughs> Scroll. Two forty nine. I I've been praying for someone to answer this question. Ooh, okay. <laughs> oh, it says, "What do you do when a baby just stares at you in public? Like, doesn't even blink, just maintains intense, aggressive eye contact with their dumb baby face. What do you do?" What do you do flip in this off. situation? I would fl- I'd flip it off. I would you flip, flip it off? That never happens to you? Babies, babies stare at me constantly. <laughs> I don't know why. Every baby I meet stares at me for so long, and I love it. Really? I don't yeah. intense, though. It is aggressive and intense. But, They're just like... Yeah, I do the exact same thing, though. I literally just fucking stare at them. <laughs> yeah, I've been at, at a IHOP, actually, recently. <laughs> and... Uh, and I, I was, I was like so zoned in because this kid would not fucking let up. I was so zoned in. I was just fucking like staring at him. And then I don't know how long I was doing it, but I just, I just looked and the, the father was doing the same thing to me. <laughs> the baby staring at you. You're staying at the baby. The yeah, and I, I kind of like, I kind of like looked at him and I was like, oh, the baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I went too far. <laughs> but yeah, no, we all do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're, the, see- we're the Finnegans. <laughs> well see jordan you have like you have like nephews and shit so you have like a rapport with children kind mm. of like i feel fucking awkward with kids i do me not too. get oh, along with them kids. really they don't like well jordan so me and jordan used to live in his older brother's basement and his two nephews used to like be like i have nightmares about david <laughs> it's just like they just don't like it's just something happens where it's we don't so connect. yeah and one time my brother came down and he was just like so 
David hasn't been very nice to my kids in their dreams. <laughs> you like figure out what he's doing or <laughs> you know what's about that? I, i'm a dick to everyone my dream representation of myself whenever someone has a dream about You're me a dick? i'm always a dick i don't know why it's uh, not my fault i don't, I don't know what that I'm, guy's doing. i'm always uh, i'm always very weak just like uh we can yeah, he'd probably be like yeah. fucked by a cigarette or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Getting read by a cigarette. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> do you guys want to do one more? Yeah, yeah sure. We'll do yeah. one more. One more. Even okay. it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two. Let's do two. Number two. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What would you not do for five million dollars? Ooh. Mm. Oh man, I have such little dignity. I do almost anything. There's uh, not a lot I wouldn't do for five thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Five hundred dollars, really. I... Fifty bucks. <laughs> a ride. A ride. I'll do it for free. <laughs> um, what wouldn't I do? I mean, I don't know, kill myself because I don't get the money. Is that an answer? Oh, that's a very smart answer. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't kill myself for money because that would be very short-sighted of me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I mean, I, I would almost need like a list of like the top hundred grossest things you yeah. can do. <laughs> and then like narrow it down. I mean, a lot, there's not a lot of poop stuff I would do. Like, I probably wouldn't yeah, handle nothing with very poop. much I wouldn't poop. do anything with poop. For $5 million? Uh, you know what? You're right. You're yeah, right. Well, poop. Let, me, let me put it this way. There's very, the, the list of things I would not do for $5 million is short. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty short. That's pretty like, much it would have it would, like, it would stop short of, like, killing someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, murder, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, well, it depends on who it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> If it's Buddy there, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if it's my stalker, yeah. maybe. You're gonna pay me to do what I want to do, anyways. <laughs> yeah. um, I would, I would, I would not join the band Fish for five million dollars. You wouldn't join the band Fish. Oh. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, yeah it would be more. For me, I think it would be more like food related. Like, I don't know. Just a certain. I just wouldn't want to eat certain things. Like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's okay, what's your what's the most what's the food you hate the most? You wouldn't eat for five million dollars, you wouldn't have like well, I don't know, whatever your food is. Uh, like I, I don't like pickles and mustard and stuff, but I'd eat like a vat of that for five million dollars. I hate yeah. semen. <laughs> because yeah, like I don't like like I don't like cucumbers and and pickles and stuff, but yeah. if it was five million dollars, I'd eat this yeah. jar yeah, of pickles, her, I would eat yeah. it. But yeah. if it was like five million dollars, eat that pile of shit? No. Yeah. I, oh man, I would eat shit so fast. <laughs> oh, I get staph no, infection, I, whatever I infections you get that. from that. I don't care. It's <laughs> like five million dollars to pay off the doctors. I would take a shit you. for five million dollars. I don't think I would eat. I don't think I would eat it. I yeah, I don't know. Oh man. I don't. Think so I, I hate mean. to break it to you, but I don't think anyone's paying anybody to poop. I don't know if that's like a high. <laughs> Market. If I was the guy with the five million dollars, you'd be doing some poop stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah, you could have know, but I think I'd, I'd be like, like, hmm. like, I think I could say, oh, I wouldn't do that because it's like hypothetical. But I, I think if it was real, yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's five million dollars though. You like, just get Joe, Joe Rogan yelling at you. <laughs> it's like, is it, it going to make me sick? Am I going to die? Am I going to get some weird disease from it? If not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, if, maybe if, a taste, maybe just a taste. Yeah. I won't eat the whole. Don't make me eat the whole pile. Maybe just like, only one teaspoon of poop. <laughs> 
You know what I'm realizing is the last time I was on this show, near the end, I started talking about poop. I'm realizing. Did you? Yeah. Our yeah. podcast always ends up talking about poop, too. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so again, it's a very good promotion. Poop is funny. I don't know. Yeah, I it don't care. Funny. It is funny. Just Possibly delicious. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never know unless it's the right price. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true because I think we all have a price. Yeah. Yes, Just absolutely. Mine is way lower. Yeah, five, than five million dollars would be hard to would be hard to turn down. Jordan, what's the grossest thing you've done for money? I bet you've been bet to do dumb, gross shit for money. Like, what have you done for like money? Do you think of anything? Well, it's usually eating things off the ground. Yeah, that's classic. um. I drank out of a puddle once. <laughs> a puddle? When? When did you do that? I forget. I forget what, the, where, and what happened. But it was five bucks. I know that. And it was like I was gonna eat something off the ground for five bucks. Like, well, why don't you drink this off the ground? And somebody poured coffee into a puddle or something. And I'm pretty sure I did it. I don't know. <laughs> I really hope this was like 10 years ago and not like a month last ago. week. <laughs> yeah. Right before this call. Me too, because I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, you probably have like weird like puddle damage in your brain or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> puddle damage. <laughs> Motor oil. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty stupid. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, thank you so much, you guys. This was this yeah. Was thanks for having us. This was so yeah, it was much fun. fun. Really and fun. yeah, come back anytime. Let for me sure, know. Yeah. Like yeah, come back anytime. Um, we might do it live next time, which will cool. <laughs> be, uh, be fun. Yeah, right on. <laughs> but yeah, anytime you guys want to come back, yeah, you know, let me know and we'll make it. Yeah, happen. thank you. Yeah, it was this a lot was of fun. A lot of fun. This was nice to uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you virtually. Too. It was great meeting you. Great meeting David, you, you look great. Thank you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> you both look great. <laughs> Glad you like it. And I'm actually, yeah, gonna yeah. Do, I'm going to record, I'm going to try and record. A yeah, you got to play with, with it. Yeah, yeah. Me like peeking in or just sitting yeah. or something. I've got, I've got a, that's my new yeah. project. Cause I think. If you ever need a cameo, I'll try to photoshop myself in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would be even funnier is like, I do it and I send it to you and you use it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or somebody else just like. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank well, you so again. much. This was this was a blast. I, I yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank okay. you very much. All right. All right. Take care. Stay safe. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Yeah.